Hello and welcome to the Sunday Sorcery Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsty, and we'll be talking about all things health, wellness, self-development, relationships and everything else that will help you to lead your best life. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you enjoy. Hi Becky. Hi, how are you? Thank you. Thanks for agreeing to come on the Sunday Sorcery Podcast. No, thank you for having me. I'm really excited. It's my first ever podcast, so I'm really excited. Oh, good, good. Becky is a guidance and motivation life coach, and she also is the, is it founder of the Compass Rose London? Yes, yeah, founder. Yeah, just me. <laughs> this is me. Yeah, cool. so. There's a few things I want to talk to you about today. Yeah. And now this is a lifestyle and wellness coach, and obviously you're in this kind of area too, so I thought we'd be really interested. And I love your... Instagram posts. Thank you. I think I found you at the beginning of lockdown because I think you just lost your job then, didn't you? Yeah. So, well, yeah, kind of. Kind of. Um, I was in Australia, so I was living in Australia for the last two years, and actually come back in April. So it was obviously, as is the pandemic. Was you forced started. to come back? Uh, kind of. We was actually meant to go travelling um, in April. So our visa was ending in April the 11th, and we was going to go travelling after for a few months, and then obviously everything yeah. was getting cancelled everything was dropping like flies and then we were like we need to get home so we got back in April and yeah so couldn't find work and then that's when I was really heavily focusing on the platforms that I use so it was trying kind of helping me and also to help other people as well because obviously we were all going through that kind of same situation so how did you find being unemployed during lockdown? Because I know hundreds of thousands of people have been made redundant or their yeah. jobs are at risk or their part-time hours have been dropped massively. How yeah. do you find that? How did you cope with it? Was you still looking for a traditional job in the meantime? Because I can imagine the job roles were just saturated with applications. Yeah, that's that was the problem. So when I got back in April, I kind of said straight away, nothing's going to be there this is everyone was in full lockdown then and obviously the first lockdown yeah. was the, like the intense lockdown wasn't it yeah. so I kind of I was keeping my eyes like my eyes peeled I was on all the platforms checking everything making sure there was anything if anything come up then obviously I would apply um and then I probably about a month or so probably in about probably about May time I was applying heavily so I was really looking into it I was reaching out to everyone my old employees every every single possible contact and there was nothing and I could not find nothing I was getting nowhere I wasn't getting any responses I just wasn't getting any kind of interaction with anyone so yeah it was really stressful there were times where and I'm going to admit like still obviously still now I'm still kind of unemployed like I'm not technically employed by someone so I am so it's been from April till now so we're in Christmas it's been eight, eight nine months I guess so it's been really difficult there was times where I was kind of like I'm only I'm owning it I feel really positive things are going to work out I'm going to find the job and get there and there were times where jobs kind of come into my hands I was offered a job and that was retracted a couple of weeks later I hadn't even started but I was waiting for more information more like the agreement the actual approval and it wasn't coming through and I was like this isn't happening I know mm-hmm. it's not going to go ahead so I kind of had to just keep optimistic about it and everyone's like no it's fine you'll get it it's your like dream job you, you, it's yours and I was like yeah they've said it's mine I've got offered a job but I just knew it wasn't going to go ahead because it just seemed a bit too good to be true after yeah 
mine didn't work. So yeah, there were definitely times where I was really, really down about it. I was so, I was like beside myself. I was kind of like, what have I done wrong? Why is no one wanting to employ me? And what, like, I'm like, on paper, I've got like good experience. I have good like job, I've had good job roles. I've got a degree, not that that means anything these days, but I just kind of thought, where have I gone wrong? Why is no one wanting me? And it was just, it was really disheartening. And I kind of, over the last few months, I've got out of that mindset. And I guess it's just down to my own self-development and so, like the work being in the wellness industry that I kind of managed to get myself out of that uh, victim mindset and realize that not, I'm not just the only person that's struggling now. And it's a lot of people are going through the same stuff. So that was kind of, yeah, it was, it was, definitely a roller coaster and it kind of still feels like it now but it's coming up to the end yeah and that victim mindset is so relevant as well because i think for me i think if something bad happens in your life take the time be sad yeah definitely but there comes a point where you just have to accept it yeah what you can exactly. of course you're not just going to stop applying for jobs but, exactly. yeah. doing it, but not letting it affect your emotional state because otherwise it just becomes very draining yeah it is and like you said you have to kind of sit with the emotion as well not say like you shouldn't feel like this obviously you're going to feel like it because yeah. you're you a lot of people do that i think they just yeah. say, oh, i'm not going to be sad i'm not going to be sad yeah, yeah be sad feel feel it yeah, yeah definitely be off, it's fine yeah exactly Take it well for a day or two and then <laughs> yeah exactly out. exactly and it is it, you kind of it's just that's how you grow and learn from things as well when you kind of you you know what's affecting you and what's not and then you know that kind of if there a situation ever comes up again you know what you can kind of take from the last one and learn for the next time hopefully obviously it doesn't happen all the time but it's just part of the growth and you have to not make and it's good for it's all well and other people when you've got people close to you as well saying like don't worry don't do this it's also yeah. not listening to what they say because it's like okay you like trying to not I know that it's, they, they don't mean any harm by it but it's, it's different when they're in a situation I mean, as opposed they're telling someone in the situation so yeah of yeah. course and with your wellness journey is that something because you're I would say are you an entrepreneur now yes <laughs> I'd say so <laughs> entrepreneur? yeah that's it that's no, me good. yeah no that's me now so the the wellness stuff um I would say it's pretty new for me um and by new, I'd say a couple of years, and I think it probably was from around 2018 that I was like, right, this is something that I'm really interested in. Um, this is kind of my life as it is. And it was when I started traveling that I kind of wanted to get into it a little bit more. Mm. And I didn't really know much about it. And I wish I had years ago, I wish that there was someone there to tell me, this is what wellness is. And this is how you can look after yourself not just physically but mentally in so many different areas and when I started traveling um I don't know for some people might not know but when you go to Australia you have to work do some regional farm yeah, yeah you have to do regional work I was on my farm for four months in in total so I tra so I traveled for three months got on a farm and I was like okay I'm I'm away from home. I'm the other side of the world. I'm literally living in a field on in like a hut, doing and hard labour as well. It's yeah, labour intensive, it's really hard. So I was like, I'd, what 
what am I doing? I just couldn't <laughs> believe it. I was like, this is crazy. So I was on a strawberry farm. We were doing the picking, packing, and they were like 15 hour days, some days, most days. And we probably had one day off every two weeks. It was really intense. And I was like, what can I do? And it was podcasts. That's all I could, I obviously couldn't have a physical book because I was working. So I just had my earphones in and all I could do was listen to podcasts. And it was like that, that was the, the mm. start of it all. Like I was learning so much. I was listening to um, the podcast that I would listen to the most were uh, Jay Shetty. So Jay Shetty on purpose yeah. and happy place with Fern Cotton. And I was listening to all of these people that they were having featured on their on their podcast. And I was like, wow, these people have really um, gone through like these experiences. But the, everyone connected everything to wellness. It was wellness mindset. It was all kind of the same. It was just like a reoccurring topic. And I mm. thought, this, I'm going, I'm looking at this. I need this, really, really need this. And it was, it was just constantly kind of self-talk work and I was researching and I was writing I was blogging at that time but it was I was blogging about anything and everything there was no purpose and I was like this I'm just going to keep teaching myself about all of this amazing things I didn't even know about I didn't know about mindfulness I didn't know how to take control of my mindset I didn't know how to look after myself in so many different ways I didn't understand what really nurturing yourself meant Mm -hmm. and listening to all of these amazing people talk about their journeys and all of these amazing topics. I was like, it was just like a whole new world. And I was so fixated on it. And that was that it started. And I've, I just knew that was kind of where I wanted to go and how it helped me. And if I could document my journey, then I know it's going to help other people and people are going to be aware of that kind of them things as well. So where did you learn most about mindfully living? Cause I'm also, into mindfulness is something that I need more so now than ever really I never had anxiety before if I did it was very minor I wouldn't even label it anxiety but ever since then it's been something that I've really had to deal with and having not had it before I had no idea what to do yeah absolutely no idea so I kind of went down that track looked into mindfulness all the breathing techniques yeah times a week like all of that massively helps um what is it you like about mindful living what is it you think is easy enough to implement into your daily lives without feeling like a chore something that could naturally become a habit and something that people will notice a change on because I think if you implement something and you can feel the change and see the change you're more inclined to continue yeah definitely and it's there's a really good book you might have read it it's from um I think it's James Clear and it's the Atomic Habits Mm. and I read that again when I was away I did a lot of reading and this might sound crazy but I've struggled to read my whole life and um, it's not because I'm dyslexic or anything. Sometimes there's times where I thought maybe I am because I've never finished a book. And maybe when I was young, when I was little, I'd have read a little Biff and Chip book, whatever they yeah. were called. But through my adult, eight, like my adult life, I'll pick up a book, I can't finish it and I will get really stressed out by reading a book. And this year alone I've read three books I know it's only three books in a year but for me that's a big thing and they were Mm. all like the self-development books and the Atomic Habits was a really really that was the first book I'd finished ever in my adult life and I was like wow this was amazing it took me a long time probably took me about three months to finish it and people speed through books in like a week I'm like oh my god I'm so jealous how do they do it but I read these books and 
they kind of explained habits and that they can't just be made like in a day. They have to be, you have to prepare for them and you have to work on them gradually. So I learned a lot about mindfulness through the books I read. And when I, I really, so I suppose this, this year really, again, like you said, mindfulness was like something we really had to put into play. I kind of feel like I had stored what mindfulness was and stored the information about it, but never really understood how to implement it, especially day to day. So this year probably really heavily focused on mindfulness. And I think that's what got me through Mm. unemployed being at home and kind of getting me from A to B. And I think that when I was focusing on the the mindfulness, I'm forever learning about mindfulness. I don't feel like there's ever going to be a day where I've like, I've completed it. There's the mindfulness journey ends. Like I've done everything. I don't think it happens. I think it's always an ongoing um, like subject and something you can learn. So I, what I love about mindfulness is that everyone can do it and it doesn't, you don't need to be spiritual. You don't need to be, you don't need to have a religious background. You can be whoever you can be at, at any age. You can teach it to kids. You can teach it to like, like old people. You can teach it to absolutely anyone. Everyone can practice it wherever they are, whatever they're doing. And I think a lot of people assume that this sort of thing, you need to be like, a yoga pro and you need mat and you need all of these you need crystals you don't you can do it anyway you can do it on a commute you can do it on a train when you're on your way to work you can just do it whilst you're walking there are so many practices that you can do just to focus on being present and I think I've lived a life of being focusing on the past and the future where I haven't ever kind of just lived in the moment and that's what I love about mindfulness and I think that's why I want to share my mindfulness journey to make people understand that that it's not just about like being in the future. You have to kind of, you can do it any way you want and be whoever you want to be. And it doesn't mean that it's going to make you label you as a different type of person just by being mindful. So I think, yeah, for me, I think that's what I love about mindfulness. It is for all and that, it just changes your life so much when you kind of know how to do it. When you take the reins and just think, right, okay, this is, this works for me in so many ways. So when you're doing your own habits and building your own routines, I'd say if you wanted to get into a mindfulness journey, then don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't think that you need to get up at 5am every morning. You don't have to force yourself to do these things. It's about accepting that you've, not got up at 5am one morning and you had a lay in don't think right I've laid in till nine o'clock now so that's my whole day ruined it's like okay I'm sitting with that I'm being present that's done I can miss this for the day and just focus on on this afternoon and I think that with uh wellness and the mindfulness that that's where the kind of where it's where you have to kind of focus on that present thing mm. so yeah I think that's yeah I think most of us live on autopilot yeah you just go about your day you go to monday you're rushing through the week to get to the weekend you get to the weekend it flies as they do mm-hmm. and you're in the monday and then you blink and it's been 10 years yeah exactly <laughs> yeah massively are so it is taking that time in the daytime like you say it doesn't have to, it's not free time that you need to do it in you don't need to have you don't need to make free time it can be yeah. while you're driving somewhere or when you're getting the train somewhere or doing your food package, just taking the time to be present where you are and not let your mind wander. 
yeah exactly and like you said autopilots are such a big thing what was it's got to be you've got to be a spiritual person you've got to yeah. be some kind of religious person they think it's really odd or yeah 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 it is sitting here meditating in my car okay. and just yeah focusing on what i'm doing on the action of driving rather yeah. than thinking about what i'm going to do when i get to wherever i'm going exactly and that's that's like the crazy thing but it it, it just sounds mad when you think it's really hard to get to that point and I know that it takes a lot of work but it's like the best work that you'll ever do and it's the same with like self-development self-love all of those things it, it it's all it all relates to each other it all links and you need one to do the other and it's just it's it's just, it's like a different shift like when you start to learn gratitude and you start thinking about the things that you're thankful for and there's like exercises that you can do with mindfulness that obviously implement gratitude because that is about being in a present moment thinking about your day and what you're thankful for for that day and it it just opens a different world and different perspective for everyone and it's so important again everyone can relate and apply to it it's just about knowing how to turn that switch on and practice those mindfulness practices so yeah speaking of gratitude have you just ever done the magic um i do you know what i did have again another book that i didn't finish oh. <laughs> but I, I, had say, to... I get about halfway through and then on to the next book and i never quite close them off yeah it's i did go through and i think i got through there was like different tasks wasn't there yeah. um, i haven't done it yet I'm, this is why i'm asking i think i'm going to start on the first of january it's like my january thing to do but yeah no i haven't finished it so i wouldn't even know what the middle <laughs> onwards would say but um with gratitude, I kind of had my own practices and I, uh, again, through reading and listening to podcasts and um, a lot of people that I follow, I'm like, right, this, this sounds good and this is going to work. And I thought if I can kind of really dive into like the gratitude side of things mm. um, and do like a really hard task. Someone actually once said to, to write three things you're thankful for every single day. And it doesn't matter if it's repetitive. So I was like, I'm going to write 10 things I'm thankful for every single day related to that day so it doesn't need to be repetitive yeah. so it's waking up having a coffee someone smiling at me on on my walk or going for a walk being outside having my lunch like really just basic things and obviously if there was um if there was something that happened that day it's really good I have it on my phone notes so when I go through my notes I'm like go back to June and I'm 10 things I'm thankful for and I'm like oh my god that happened that you just remember them things and it's so nice and rewarding to go back to some days it's really difficult there's days you get them days where you're like I'm not thankful for anything today it's mm. been the worst day I feel terrible everything's just feels rubbish so there are them days but to push yourself and think right what am I really thankful for today it doesn't need to be material it doesn't need to relate to a person it just has to be I got up out of bed this morning and I managed to change my mindset or if I managed to look in the mirror and you know and you kind of you want to pull, pull things out of yourself and just say that you I don't look good today but if I can say actually you do look good today if I have that kind of if I look at things like that and I managed to pull myself away from it that's what I'm grateful for is because I'm being aware of my thoughts and what I'm saying to myself so things like that you can be really thankful for so it's not just about having like the physical things it's about like mindset and things as well that you can be thankful for yeah and it is something that like you say the more you do it the easier it is to implement yeah. the more you're consciously mindful 
yeah you'll do it without thinking about it it'll just become yeah. something you naturally do yeah exactly and it's like you mentioned about habits and it's just habits are re what you do re like on a reoccurring basis it's what you do yeah. every day or if you depending on what the habit is um it's it's when you're building habits and things like that it's really important to kind of be disciplined but if you're if you kind of fall off track one day then not to be hard on yourself so mm-hmm. just because this is like i think when people say disciplined it sounds like a really powerful word and it means that you have to do it and you have no other option but it just is holding yourself accountable for doing something that you want if something that you really want to do then you've got to do it and you've got to hold yourself accountable for it because no one else is going to really care as much as you do about what you do in your life so it's really important that you kind of just hold yourself accountable for like the habits that you want to do if it's something like you want to be working out heavy like you want to be training at the gym to be strong then how am I going to make that habit if I'm going to set myself five times a week to go then I need to be organized I need to set my my gym stuff up then I need to make time in my like I need to plan for the week saying I've got work these days but and I'm seeing someone on a Thursday so you're just working around it and planning for it for it to happen so habits are really like it's just a, this is what you can do to kind of set yourself up it's just about being organized and, mm-hmm. and looking after you like yourself with the thoughts that you can kind of keep yourself motivated to go to it for them yeah I think something that people do a lot and this is why habits don't end up getting implemented is because they just take on too much at once yeah absolutely. for example first of january is coming up yeah every, myself included yeah <laughs> everyone will every, suddenly go i'm gonna eat healthy i'm gonna work out loads yeah. i'm gonna not yeah. watch much and it's you're giving yourself too much to do yeah not gonna work you're gonna do it for a few weeks maybe a month at best and then yeah. February you'll be back to watching netflix every night and eating exactly on the sofa. yeah it's a lot of pressure it really is a lot of pressure small changes that you can implement yeah. over a longer period of time yeah, exactly. And it is little and often. Little and often always works because yeah. um, you read it. I think this was in that, that Atomic Habits book as well. And it's about that if you can improve what you're doing 1% every single day, mm-hmm. then if overall that's like a huge improvement. You don't need to be all or nothing straight away. You just have to make the small steps. And that's how things last. And it does. It's the same with like everything in life you you don't want everything rushed and quick because it won't last it's not sustainable and when you yep. have the you build you build it up you got you kind of you know how to kind of control them a little bit more you know how to improve things a little bit more you know what works what doesn't work and you can change it without making dramatic changes so it is really important to um kind of do it have that perspective yeah, on it. yeah. tell me a bit about the compass rose london so <laughs> This was a lockdown project again. Yeah. It was um, another thing that probably kept me really sane throughout the whole the whole year, basically. Um, I had a blog and it was called I4 Events and that was set up when I was at university. So it was literally like, um, I was, I'd done event management degree, so that would highlight the events. And I, again, I was writing about anything and everything. I was writing like once a month, then I'd forget it for three months and then I'd start again. And then I was like, right, I really want to create this. I want to start my platform and I don't want it just to be a blog. I want it to be a website about me, who I am, what, what I'm doing and what services I'm going to provide. So in lockdown, I 
become I, I started this whole website I'd done it all by myself I kind of had no idea what I was doing but I was like I've got nothing else to do nothing else is coming up I need to invest my time in something so I thought I'm going to learn how to launch a website I used like Bluehost so I'm self-hosted now I've never done any of that before and I was like I'm going to make my dream website and how I want it to look and with my so with the blog being the most focused thing so the compass rose london was started i was trying to find a name and i was like nothing is resembling what i want to do and it doesn't nothing makes sense i I had brainstorms for weeks probably even months actually and i don't know how it just come up it's something come up it was the compass rose um obviously which is the face of a compass it's like the design of the compass and my my well part of my first name is actually rose so it's rebecca rose and i thought rose is obviously that's my name i'm going to have it included and i thought i want to be i want to guide people to live a healthy mindful lifestyle that's my platform and the the compass rose is a compass it gets you to where you want to be so it's me getting someone from a to b so it was kind of it could just come and fell into place i thought this is this works for me um, and London is like not just because I'm based in London it was just the it was just kind of like the general like I'm here this is me and this is where the brand comes from so I started that and it's just initially the blog so I have the blog I write weekly on there about health um, mindfulness lifestyle all the kind of those topics and I'm taking it a lot further so like you're saying now I've gone self-employed because I couldn't find a job <laughs> if no one's going to employ me then I'm going to employ myself um, so th- this is the thing sometimes you do just need the universe to push you in the yeah. direction that you should be going yeah. anyway mm-hmm. so, yeah so I was just like I can't find nothing so I'm taking this I'm taking my brand and what I want further now so that's obviously my plan for next year and like I like I just said the my purpose of the Compass Rose London is to create a platform for people to inspire people to live a healthy mindful lifestyle and to make it accessible for everyone and people to understand that doesn't matter who they are what they're doing they can do it it doesn't they don't need to come from a specific background they don't need to be like of an age they can be whoever they are and understand that this is like the journey like what this is so my kind of motto or slogan what you'd call it is for you to find your way so when you go on my website it's got for you to find your way because I don't think that someone can force you to start a journey and you you kind of know I guess like you know as well like saying you 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 know you want to be more mindful and you kind of have that feeling you're like something's not right I need to do more Mm -hmm. I need I want to do this I need to do this so you you kind of find your own way but you need your guidance to do that so and there's nothing wrong with having someone to guide you to do it so that's the platform and so I want to take it further now I'm going to focus on creating kind of like a go-to platform for people to have coaching I'm going to create it so it's like an event space as well so I can do like workshops and hopefully when this is all over I can have like physical events because for me that's like the most important thing I know the importance of like human interaction and Mm -hmm being together so that would be really um exciting and just have it as like a a safe space for people to be in something that people can leave and feel like they have 
and know like, know what they want to do and know what they need to do and not feel like it's out of reach because I know like things can seem really like scary and a little bit daunting it could be like a hole for people but it's like I just want to make sure that people kind of know that they can do what they want to do with the right support and with the right mindset and the right kind of living mindfully I think it just creating that shift in people's lives will make a massive impact so that's where I want to take the compass roads oh good well I'm proud of you for taking thank the journey thank you I know you. it's scary as hell yeah it really is because I feel like there's days where I'm like yes I've got my new notepads I'm really excited yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like oh my god what am I going to do and it is it's putting a lot of um I think you've got to kind of invest in yourself and mm -hmm again be disciplined I know that even after Covid and when we're allowed back out I think I know that I'm going to have to focus on this and I can't just go back to living a party lifestyle and do things like that that's not I don't feel like that's not me anymore and I think that's like a good thing about what's happened that I've become a different person and this is my focus and I'm excited that I'm gonna I'm, I feel like I'm ready to make it work rather than it just being in the background and I feel like I've got to rely on myself now so there's no um no one else to rely on just apart from me so I've got to kind of make it work yeah. <laughs> where can people find you so I have my Instagram account which is probably the main account rather because I have I do have a wellness account which is on there but the wellness my account which is just Becky Rose Carver is like the daily lifestyle wellness everything go to and then my website is just www.thecompassroselondon.com and that's everything you need to find is on there as well so cool i'll put all the links and your website in the show notes yeah and thanks so much for coming on no thank you so much really appreciate it i'll speak to you soon i'll be keeping an eye out for your website and your blog updates yes and obviously i love what you're doing as well i love that we've like connected and it's so important that people we can join forces and kind of influence people because it's needed and it's so yeah. it holds so much value so well done for doing your podcast and getting it out there because this is what people love now and it's just moving in the right direction yeah so great thank you, thank you. speak soon bye